Amistro bin Hazarta. Antir I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. Is that recording? <laughs> yes. Yes, that looks like it is indeed recording. Welcome we to, live! Welcome to the incredibly professional Don't Read the Latin, where we're going to get going right away on this episode because it's late and we're tired and cranky. And we want to finish this so I can go What we do, I, um, remembering from a, a wonderful recommendation from Jim, is we need to remember to introduce ourselves that's true and say something at the end where you can find us yeah because we've been doing this a while and, <laughs> and we used to be better about that, and we used but... to be better about this but now we're like hi we're sitting on a sofa talking to each other like we do yeah and we just happen to have a microphone going <laughs> it just oh it just slipped out of my pocket <laughs> <laughs> this isn't admissible in court is it <laughs> happened and I don't even I, I injured my back somehow you injured your back I just I don't know I stuff. had stuff stuff yeah. stuff and things so <laughs> so welcome back to don't read the Latin and what have you seen uh, well, do we want to mention first that tonight's episode tonight's is episode, uh, yes. horror heroines yes because you know I was just in the mood yeah I was like that, yeah that sounded good I do want to do um one, not so much that's talking about feminism mm-hmm. and, like, as a woman studies on horror. I was not up for right, yeah. <laughs> for that much research because I'd actually want to put some thought into this. And I was just, this is more of a, like, which I'm going to sound horrible when I say this, chicks I love in horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So. That, that, that's a way easier topic to tackle. What, one of the things that, that I would like to do before we, we did a broader, you know, feminism in horror mm-hmm episode is I'd like to finally actually read the book that the term Final Girl comes oh, from. Oh, yeah. Because I've been meaning to for years Which and I never have. Which one is that one? Is that the... Uh, you know, by, by such and such? <laughs> um, it's, um, I've, got, I've got a shit ton of them that I have been buying over like the last year. You know, the... Um, oh my goodness. You know what? I'll, I'll make us sound important for a second and we'll we can cut out... Um, how I struggled with this. But I have a, a Monstrous Bodies and um, be, Oh, The Monstrous Feminine, which is a, a film feminism and psychoanalysis. Oh, yeah. Analysis. Uh, I thought I had a couple other ones, too, which I probably do. Um, I, I just keep buying things with the intent of, uh, of reading them, and my life just keeps getting busier and busier, and yeah, that that happened. I, I have at home actually a, a bunch of uh, nonfiction Doctor Who books that I haven't even cracked. There's like three or four of them, and since that's basically my favorite thing in the world, that seems yeah, you think of, you'd find yeah, time for that, but seems unreasonable. Uh, the term "final girl" was coined by Carol J. Clover in her 1992 book "Men, Women, and Chainsaws: Gender okay. in the Modern Horror Film." Well, that's hey. one I need to add to the list. Thank you, Internet. <laughs> I love you, Internet. I, I honestly <laughs> don't know what I'd do without it. Well, I, I guess without the Internet, for one thing, we'd just be, like, recording audio cassettes of these I conversations. Know. and just leaving. tapes. We'd be, well, we'd be that uh, in the back of Fangoria. Oh, yeah. We'd be okay. like, do you okay. want to trade tapes? That, that, that's way better than I was thinking. I was thinking we'd just, like, you know, leave them at bus stops and in coffee shops. and. <laughs> people's rooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you saw what I, what I posted on Miranda's wall the other day, but it was a, a, a graphic that said, it's not important how I got into your room. What's important is that we're together now. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
awful. It, it was perfect, though, because it was just exactly the kind of joke that she would make. Oh, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, what have I seen lately? Um, I was telling you before we started recording that I haven't seen much of anything lately, but here's the list of stuff that I saw when... We were going to record we last We were going to record last time, yeah. <laughs> uh, and part of it is... Well, actually, most of it is um, due to the horror movie marathon at Matt Fowers' yeah. house. One of these days we have to ask him, how the hell do you pronounce your last yeah, name? Yeah, exactly. So I meant to hit some of that. It just, that was that was a bad weekend for stuff going on. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I'm still, like, you have seen, because of that festival that he did, you mm-hmm. have seen The Witch, which I, have. I haven't seen yet, which I'm sure you're going to talk about yeah, a bit. Yeah, I will definitely get to that. Before we all went out and saw that, he, he started with a, a uh, horror movie marathon of movies did you, about so witches. So did you see all of them? I did. I showed up there. Wow. So you got to, so you got it, to see it, it Blood been, on Satan's Claw, yes. which is kind of hard to find. It had been so long since, since I'd watched you know, a ton of movies all in a row like that, that I was like, yeah, okay, I'm doing this. That sounds like super fun. And it was. So, Matt, if you're listening to this, thank you for having that. That was that was a great deal of fun. The first one they showed was uh, Haxon. Oh. Which um, 1920s? Yeah, ish. Uh huh. It's a it's a it's an old silent film that was, you know, ostensibly educational, but you know, mainly an, an excuse to show horrible things happening. Um, and it was really interesting, and there are some some great visuals in it, and I'm glad I saw it. Uh, the next thing we watched was uh, Witchfinder General with Ooh, Vincent Price. It's one of those that I've wanted to see, and I I hear that Vincent Price is meaner than you would, and, and more vicious than you've probably ever seen him in anything else he's yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, he, he had a lot, actually, a little intro from him on the DVD, and he, he was saying in that, that he thinks this is the most bloodthirsty character he's ever played. Yeah. Um, so, you know, even if the rest of the movie was terrible, which it wasn't, it would yeah. totally be worth watching just for his performance, because yeah. it was, it, that was so good. Yeah, I um, have the, um, the, I think it's the first Vincent Price collection that was done by Scream Factory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to get the other two, but... Uh, Witchfinder General has a great ending, too. By which I mean it's a terrible ending, as yeah. far as the characters are concerned. Um, but, yeah, it just takes you to this point and then leaves you there. And I was like, alright, roll credits. Yeah. Um, and the next one was, as you mentioned, Blood on Satan's Claw. Which I kind of wanted to see. <laughs> I, I have wanted to see it just because it's called Blood on Satan's Claw. And from what I gather, it's really big in the way that in the way that people still talk about um, Wicker Man mm-hmm. here in the UK it is really, really widely known and then when it, it and then here in the US and they're like, Blood on Satan's Claw. Yeah. But that's definitely a comparison that I would make to it. If if you're someone who liked The Wicker Man, but you wish that it, it had been a little pacier, <laughs> this is your movie, I, I, oh. I think. So, um, and one of the things that was a little interesting for me watching it was, you know, the, the, the opening credits, I'm like, oh, hey, I recognize that actress's name. She was a companion in Doctor Who in the 60s. Cool. I always really liked her. She, you know, she always seems really sweet. And, you know, here she is in this movie. Cool. And I... Uh, ended up watching her get, you know, ritually raped and murdered, so that Ooh, was, uh... Yeah. So that happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was pretty good. <laughs> it, it had a, a really kind of interesting plot to it. You know, once you realize what's going on, it's like, oh, okay. It was something I hadn't okay. quite seen before, so... Uh, after that, we watched uh, Black Sunday, mm-hmm. which... I liked, okay. Have you yeah. seen it? Bits and pieces of it. I've never seen the entirety. That's probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's These are all ones in passing I've thought about watching and just haven't for one reason or another. But yeah. they're not terribly high on the list. It's gorgeous to look at. It, it, it's, a, it's a really wonderfully lit and shot black and white film. It, I want to say it's uh, Mario Bava. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. And so... It kind of meanders a little bit, but I'm glad I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Sometimes uh, movies like that are benefited by seeing in a group. Yeah. Um, um, and then we watched something that I hadn't even heard of, but it apparently came out just a few years ago called The Black Death. Oh, with uh, with uh, Sean Bean. Bean. Yeah. 
Yeah, where it takes place in the Middle Ages. I was and looking at his name and thinking it should be Seen Bean. Seen Bean. Or, or, or Sean Yon. <laughs> I, I'm not... <laughs> Actually, no, I've heard that movie is better than you think it is. Yeah, it, it really was. Um, and it takes a little while to get started, but mm-hmm. once, once they get to the, the, the quaint little village, because... Um, yeah, a lot they, of movies. They, wow. Yeah, because the, the Black Death is is you know playing in the land, um, and I forget why they're trying to reach this this particular village in the first place. But um, everyone there is like, no, no, the plague hasn't reached here. Everything here is ideal and perfect. Welcome. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and you know they're being so nice that you're just sitting here watching. Go, this can't end well. No, it's going to go badly. Th- these poor characters, they don't realize they're in a horror movie. Yeah. If, if they knew that, they'd be like, nope, fuck this. We're going to turn around and go back to where the plague is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because it's going to be safer. <laughs> um, and, yeah, then after we had watched all of those, we trooped out to the theater to see uh, The Witch, or as I like to refer to it, The, 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 the Witch. Because no, that's, oh, that's yeah, the how they spelled it the, with the yeah, double Vs. I came out of it pretty disappointed. Yes, because um, it was built up really high. It really was. And the last things that I heard this kind of buzz about was like the Babadook or It Follows, and, you know. Which to us completely lived up to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and, and they all legitimately scared me. Yeah. And this was, was interesting. It's, it's good dramatically. The characters are interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting performance. But I never really got scared until practically the very end. Yeah. Um, and then once it does hit the point where, where it gets scary, you know, the, the, the tables, the plot are getting kicked over. I'm like, okay, cool. I want to see where they're going with this. They're going to the end credits. That's where they're going with this. <laughs> then it was done. Um, Wait. so I loved the ending. I just yeah. wish it hadn't been the ending, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I walked out of it pretty disappointed, but on the other hand, it has really stayed with me. I have found myself thinking about it a lot in the weeks since. A lot to be said for that. I've had it walked away from movies I utterly disliked and had them stick so much with me that I ended up loving them. Like Sightseers. Yeah, sights- that, yeah. that was the one that yeah. was sticking in my head. <laughs> um, something I saw that I wanted to love because I know a lot of my friends did was Deadpool. Ah, I was going to talk about that because I actually just went and saw it for the second time. Okay, you probably it. have more to say about it than I did because I, 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 I just, thought it left me kind of cold. It was so, fine. I did, but some I of my worried. friends loved it. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I was, I walked in being really worried because, as we've joked before, I, I don't understand your humor. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a lot of times walking into comedies like that where I'm really worried that I'm going to be spending the next ninety minutes of my time in a, a group of people laughing their asses off while I don't understand anything that they're finding funny. Yeah. And there were a lot of things that I laughed a lot harder than other people because <laughs> I always find these like little weird things that I think are hysterical, like uh, the scene where he's got him pinned on the overpass mm-hmm. and he flings the hubcap at his head and it just bounces <laughs> off his head. Yeah, and I, I, I yeeped and applauded <laughs> and it was like that. We thought that was the funniest thing and and uh, a lot of the interplay between uh, Deadpool and Colossus yes. had me in giggles had me just giggling, giggling, giggling. And uh, I, I thought it was the I actually didn't particularly like Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Oh, I loved her. She was You are she was so fantastic. old. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'll, I'll let you finish She's your tweet like, first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with Deadpool, I walked in with very low expectations. I'd, I'd hoped I was going to find it funny. Uh, and I found it much funnier than I thought it was. I thought I was going to, but I walked in with very low expectations. Yeah. I walked in with um, pretty low expectations, and they were met, yeah. basically. Um, I was not expecting it to be as touching as I found it, mm-hmm. or as romantic as I found it. This might sound terrible, hmm. but that's part of what I didn't like about it. Oh, see, I, 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 I felt I like I felt like they were too scared to have him be a complete anti-hero. Okay. I, think, I think they worked too hard to be like, no, really, he's lovable. I mean, yes, he's a, he's a mercenary, but, but look, you know, he, he he did it to do nice things for these, these poor defenseless yeah. girls, and, and look what a good person he really is. He's and, not. And I didn't feel like it needed that. Yeah. I I, I liked so that. So I, I felt kind of cynically manipulated. Yeah, is, is yeah. no, I get that. Um, what I also really liked is I am not a gore for gore's sake, Yeah. but I was... <sighs> This is going to sound weird coming out of my mouth. 
I was charmed by the gore. It was beautifully done. <laughs> I I thought the movie was, in a lot of ways, really lovely. In, in the way that just stuff was done, I liked the stylistic choices of it. And, and even when it was gory, I was like, yeah! <laughs> you know, and I don't typically have that button punched for yeah. me. But it just worked. Yeah. It did it in yeah. a way. And I think I liked it in the same way. And this is completely not horror. I love the two Charlie's Angels movies. I don't um, think it was anywhere near as good as the Charlie's Angels. Oh, do you really like? Uh, the Our second one, I don't remember how much I liked it or not, but the first one was fantastic. Yes, I love them both. Okay. Uh, they're movies that I throw in pretty often if I just need something. Actually, wait a minute. Isn't the second one the one that has Chris Glover in it? They both do. They both do. They both do. Okay. The, the, the second one is the one where, spoilers, uh, Kristen Clover dies. Right, okay. Right as he's starting the budding romance with, with Drew Barrymore's character. Right. Yeah, spoilers I... for Charlie's Angels too. That's exactly <laughs> what you were expecting from, from But I love them, and they are violent in in the same kind of funny way. So maybe did, they kind of Did you ever the see same... The Kingsman? No, I did not. That has one of the most violent scenes in it I've ever seen in a movie, and I was laughing my ass off throughout the entire Maybe scene. Maybe I need to give that a shot then. Maybe. I don't know. I, 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 it, I'm didn't, kind of hesitant. it didn't appeal to me in just uh, watching it, but, um, yeah. So anyway, I did enjoy it, and I found it, I found it charming. And I am not attracted to Ryan Reynolds yeah. at all. Um, uh, but boy, I liked, I liked the, the, I like the guy who worked at the bar. <laughs> that yeah, deadpan, horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I do have one specific tiny disappointment. With okay, that. is considering that that you know Wade Wilson knows he's a comic book character slash movie character. Uh-huh. I feel like they really wasted an opportunity to do something interesting with the Stan Lee cameo. Yeah. I don't think Stan has the energy to do anything interesting with well, his cameras. Well, what, what, what I would have loved is just a really simple gag. It, it's just, you know, for the two of them to pass each other and for, for Wade to be like, oh, hey, Stan, and just keep going. I, I, mm-hmm. That, that, that would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something like that. I just, but, you know, I, I liked the music. Uh, you know, I loved, I loved the opening credits. The opening credits were fantastic. And... I just found it charming and fun. I'm probably going to buy it. And I mean, that I was, me, okay. and, and was the one who suggested when I, cause the thing is, so I've just had, my work has been stressful yeah. and my parenting has been really stressful. And we're, we're really kind of fine tuning a lot of things with my co-parenting with my ex-husband. And so, and I just had surgery last month. And so right. like, I'm just kind of like, so this was the first time office last weekend. And I kind of shut down. Like, I, I, you know, I have a couple of things that I've seen in the last month. I have, like, a handful of things I've seen in the last month. And this weekend, I, I, I wouldn't even, like, like, Jim came over and I'm like, will you please just watch something on that? I, I don't want to have any input at all what you watch. <laughs> I want you put you something on, and I will point my head at it. I, and I am going to lay here next to you and read a book, yeah. because uh, I found out one of my favorite authors, um, Gail Carriger, had a book that came out last November that I just missed, because I was busy and things were stupid. Oh, okay. And that's all I wanted to do. And he's like, yeah, you go ahead and do that. He, he put in a movie, and then I just, and then, like, went over there on Sunday. Do you even remember what it was? <laughs> Ant-Man. Okay. And I had to think about it. <laughs> and then... Uh, we got up on Sunday and, and he was like, what do you want to do today? And I'm like, I'd like to go see, because De- I'd wanted to go see Deadpool at uh, Cinnabar. Oh, sure. So there would be like, well, I have there heard from, alcohol. No, well, that <laughs> and alcohol and, and I was going to say no kids, but uh, there shouldn't be any children at Deadpool, but that doesn't appear to have stopped some people. But there were children at The Witch. <sighs> there were children at Oculus. But I'm bummed. Oh, gosh, speaking of, you know, other okay. people's kids. Horrible parents, man. Um, well, I was at the bookstore slash coffee shop that I, I do my work in mm-hmm. earlier today. I overheard someone talking to their, their two small children, Atticus and Scout. And I couldn't mm-hmm. decide whether I thought that was really precious or whether I wanted to go smack them. Yeah. That, that's a really, it's just right on that line, <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're really going whole hog if you if you go with both. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, because I've heard I've heard kids named one of or the other of yeah. those, and, and, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Family, but wait. you stole my pen. I did. I'll get it back. For once, I'm the one who has a pen, and you're not. <laughs> I have a that pen never somewhere. happens. <laughs> I was kind of surprised that there was one with the notebook when I went out to the car to get it. I was like, oh, hey, past me. Thanks for the thanks for, thanks for being organized. Thank you for thinking ahead. Uh, the only other thing I saw that I can think of that, that I want to mention is Cop Car. Have you heard of this one? No. <laughs> oh, God. I think let you would me, like it. Let me write something down. <laughs> Cop Car is a Steven Spielberg-type coming-of-age movie gone horribly wrong. Because you've got these two kids, they're, they're, these two boys, they're about nine or ten, and mm-hmm. they run away from home, and they find this cop car sitting abandoned in the middle of the woods. Yeah. And so they take it. Okay. And the cop who had abandoned it momentarily so that he could go, you know, hide a body, kind of wants it back. <laughs> and said cop is played by Kevin Bacon. And Kevin Bacon could be he was nasty. Amazing, yeah. He'd be nasty. And, and what's really interesting is, is, you know, you simultaneously hate him, and you kind of want him to get away with what he's doing because because he's just so scared and yeah. still pushing forward to huh. try to make this work. That that you, you, your sympathy, you know, goes yeah. out to him. Um, yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was good. I liked it a lot. Um. Uh, things I saw in the theater, I, I uh, saw Deadpool, and I then I saw uh, Kung Fu Panda Two, which is not horror at all, but it's very it charming. A if you, no, <laughs> I, I, I really like the Kung Fu Panda movies. And, all right, I've only ever seen trailers, so. and uh, they're very charming. It's it's hard to tell though with children's movies whether or not I like them because they're good or it's some kind of variant of Stockholm. I, I think also there's a possibility that some of them are like, because, oh, thank God, that wasn't horrible. Yes. You know. <laughs> the I, bar is very, very yeah. low. Um, oh, we have to talk about... <laughs> I have been holding on to... I've been holding on to the Blu-ray of Possession oh, for us to... Oh, <laughs> God in heaven above us. Wow! It went, it went badly. And the thing is, is... is Michael and I have both seen it, and mm-hmm. we probably both... Did you see it alone? I saw it alone. No, no, I, I, I saw it with uh, Ron Miles, the guy who got me my, my current job. Oh, okay. Um, so, it was, it was I watched it by again. myself, and I... There's a lot of things I appreciate about that movie. He showed it to a group of people because he wanted to watch us watching it. Oh, I get that. He, yeah. I get that. <laughs> um, but I also came to a real swift realization that uh, with the... With the range that flows through the people that I bring for my horror movie Friday nights, mm-hmm. I can show something grim or I can show something thought provoking, but it has to have it has to have some redeeming something. It has to somehow be fun to watch, even if yeah, or, or bring something yeah. to the table that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've got to be really honest that I got no enjoyment whatsoever the first time I watched Possession uh, because I think it's an amazingly hard, vicious watch yeah. and it's it's just awful in a lot of ways and that isn't the kind of movie that I want to show. That's the kind of movie that you and I can watch mm-hmm. on a night where we're hanging out. That, Which we haven't done in so long. I know, I know. But, uh... Um, but yeah, we literally hit a point and and poor <laughs> had Jillian Venters and, and Jeff Harris over of Fanboy News Network and, and Gothic Charm School and everybody looked got punched. I, and I, then, I remember that when I said at the end, no, I, I actually like this movie. Jeff, Jeff pointed an accusing finger at me and said, Fuck you. I, and it sounded like he wasn't kidding. <laughs> I missed that. But halfway <laughs> through the amazing. movie, uh, uh, Jim had gone out and he'd just come back to the house and it, and I looked and I said, I think we need to stop this movie. Yes. Because I looked at Jim and, and he really likes his movies to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. And, and there, I, I don't, I don't know if this would have emotionally upset him or yeah. I don't, I don't know, but it was certainly something I didn't want him coming in in the middle on. Besides, you're busy learning the importance of not littering. 
Oh, Jesus, that whole bus thing. <laughs> um, wow. Because people will just pull over on the street and they will fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't litter here in Seattle, man. Um, so we stopped it. And then to wash the taste out of our mouth, we, we watched Night of the Comet on, on the next Friday. Because, yeah. boy, we needed some hope and, and joy and fun. Because, like, it, like, literally sucked the air out of the room. <laughs> but, you know, there we go. I love um, Night of the Comet. And it's not Night of the Comet. And speaking of great horror heroines, man, those two that's sisters yeah. are wonderful. And I that's actually one of the things I meant to look up. Because I was, the one thing I was doing with the movies that I had written down was making sure I got everybody's names. I, I remembered that I wanted to look up their names. And I've completely forgotten them now. Um, little odd things. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to leave that one. I watched the Goosebumps movie. Um, oh, yeah? We actually watched well, it with Tekla, and it was it was pretty charming. Okay. Um, it was it was a lot better, and I thought it was. Going I've to never be. read the book, so I don't know. If, Neither uh, did I. Okay, and they right. were kind of after my time. Yeah, for reading. Yeah, likewise. Uh, and but but Jim and I watched it with Tekla, and she was like, "I don't know. This looks like it might be scary." And it it you know it was. Um, Ha ha funny scary. Good, okay. So there wasn't anything that really upset her, unlike showing her the pilot of Supergirl where she yeah. burst into tears uh, that made me and, so sad. and told me that it was going to give her bad dreams because I'm a horrible parent. Um, got the Blu-ray. I'm really for... about that because I, I really like the character, especially mm-hmm. the, this portrayal of, of the character. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, which is why I wanted to yeah. open the door to yeah. watch it with her, but it's she's very sensitive. And which she will tell you. And would she tell you that, you know, I'm very sensitive. <laughs> She's crying on you with her anime tears that they shoot out at you. I uh, got the Blu-ray for Crimson Peak and gave that another watch because we had two failed horror movie showings of Crimson right. Peak. That was when shit was going wrong was uh, two two Fridays in a row I tried to show Crimson Peak and I, I was like, it just isn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was finally like, screw it. <laughs> like, watch it on your own. Uh, things I caught up on... Uh, I finished up, finally finished up Gravity Falls, which I don't think you've seen I any, seen of, it any of it yet. Yeah. They, they had, it was called Weird Mageddon, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the final couple of episodes, and it was kind of heartbreaking and wonderful and a very a touching ode to childhood and, and getting older. Uh, caught up on Steven Universe, which is really good. And I, I don't think Gravity Falls is streaming anywhere that I have access to. Mm, I had to buy yeah. Well, then I, I have um, a I TiVo should, subscription for I should probably just get it from Scarecrow. Huh? If it is out on DVD, then... It's, then it's really wonderful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's get on to... Oh, uh, I saw a trailer for... I saw this trailer start for this movie when I went to see Deadpool uh, at Cinnabar. And I was like, oh, God, this looks this looks rough. You know, and this movie's starting, or this uh, trailer starting, and I'm like what the hell is this? And then all of a sudden spotted Patrick Stewart. And oh, went, Green Room. Holy motherfucker, yeah, it's Green Room. Yeah, looks great, doesn't it? And it looks amazing and and frightening. And I actually saw the, um, and, and had almost a similar reaction to the trailer for uh, that Cloverfield 18... Oh, I haven't even watched the trailer. I, I didn't love the first movie. Oh, because yeah, it made you so nauseous. Yeah. That yeah. and... Just in your bag. Well, story wise, it was actually pretty interesting, mm-hmm. but, but, but my the experience of watching was, was so miserable that. Yeah. Uh, it's kind it. of rough, and I really like um, uh, John Goodman. Uh, he's just, I, I have just always, he's always been one of my very favorite actors. Have you ever seen Red State? I tried, and it's not my bag. I don't like it. Fair enough. Hey, which. Yeah, it, it's a movie that I really liked and have no idea who to recommend it to. Yeah. But he's really good in it. Yeah. You, you probably I didn't get him. far enough to, yeah. to even see him, because mm-hmm. I don't think he comes into it until, like, halfway through the film, or nope. possibly even later. Nope. So, but yeah, let's let's uh, move on to uh, horror heroines. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's part of the reason why I got into horror, is these great representations of women you know, in movies that survived and kicked ass and they weren't all final girls. I mean, but like my first experience was probably, 
you know, Ripley and Aliens. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I saw Aliens before I saw Alien. Um, uh, I did, too. Actually, many, many years before. I, I didn't get around to going back and watching Aliens until I was an adult. And then uh, I'm fairly positive the first of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies that I saw was the third. Dream Warriors was the first one I saw. So, you know, getting the introduction to Kristen and Heather. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was... You know, it was probably 85, so, you know, or, you know, may have been a little bit later. I was probably, like, 11 or 12 when I saw them. 11, 12, 13, you know, where I was really starting to get, I was starting to, like, find scarier stories. Right. Um, you know, at the library. And and that's also when I started going down and staying with my dad during the summers and getting the opportunity to rent VHS movies, which mm-hmm. I didn't have the opportunity to at home, so. But speaking of amazing Women characters. Oh, absolutely. She, just... she's, yeah. So, where did you want to start with this? Ellen Murphy was definitely towards the top of my list too. I, I, my list is in absolutely no particular. Oh, me either. Particular order. I, I was thinking as I was working on. Thank <laughs> God we're not ranking these. Oh God, I, I, no. I don't. I don't think I could even do it. <laughs> um. But I think I'm just going to go with, with another classic and, and mention uh, Laurie Strode from Halloween. Oh, yes. Fantastic character. There is, and, and there is no rhyme or reason at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't recall if uh, she'd had any horror roles before that movie, before but that's Halloween. certainly what cemented her as yeah. the scream queen that, that she is. Because I think Prom Night was a little bit after that. I think so, but I wouldn't swear to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's great in that. And actually, one, one of my favorite moments with that character is actually in uh, H2O. Did you ever see it? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the bit right at the ending? Some of it not being good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, she, she, has, she has this great moment at the ending, which actually I guess I am going to spoil so that... Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. At the end of it, Michael Myers, her, her brother, is, is is trapped, I think, in, in like the wreckage of a car. Mm-hmm. And, like, reaches out to her like she's going to maybe help him. Mm-hmm. And she just stops and stares and looks at this and just gives this just really disgusted, really kind of expression. <laughs> and then cuts his head off with an axe. Go for it. Yeah. And, and it was really just the expression <laughs> leading up to it. It was just like, seriously? You, you think this? Yeah. Um, and that was a fantastic moment. That came out not long after uh, Scream, if mm-hmm. I remember right, and that was definitely a moment that felt strongly influenced Are by... Are you seeing there's there's a bit of talk about uh, there being another Scream movie and actually bringing back Sydney? Really? Into it. Yeah, the last, it's been like 20 years later. Last I knew, she... I, the actress, mm-hmm. I, who, yeah, I'm sure has a name of some kind. Um... If either of us cared more. That's probably true, yeah. <laughs> um, last time Nev, you see... Nev, Nev Campbell. you're right. Um, <laughs> last time you she had no interest in returning with the character. Maybe she, she wants to get paid. Money, you know, that, that, which is, you know, an excellent excellent reason. <laughs> There's a lot of actors that, that I'm really fond of who just clearly just like getting paid. Yeah. Um, Some of my very favorites. <laughs> uh, Lance Hendrickson, I think, that was quite clearly like Christopher getting Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. They like collecting a paycheck. Uh, I'm going to bring up some of my very, very. I'm going to. I'm going to bring up. I'm glad you mentioned Scream though, because Sydney is definitely Sydney's one of my very favorite. As as is the uh, as is the character that's played by um, what's her name from from um, Friends, like the 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 reporter. Oh yeah, I remember the, the character's the name. The reporter's, I mean, she's Gail horrible, Gerald. Yeah, but the, but her character is like a fucking badass who's yeah. completely unapologetic, and I I kind of like that. I, I also really liked um, uh, Sydney's best friend, uh, the the Rose McGowan character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially just, just like the scene where she's like, "I can't believe you did that." You're just like, "Boom, bitch goes down." <laughs> So I'm going to bring up one of my, I'm going to bring up two of my very favorite women that have ever been in horror, period. Uh, Poltergeist. Like, Diane Freeling. Like, the fucking mom. That mom is, like, the best fucking woman. 
she's, you know, she, she is partially the reason that whenever we're watching like a family horror where it's, it's involving a whole family and there's kids where I'm like, call for your mom. Yeah. Your mom is going to come in there and she will fuck some shit up because moms will do that. Yes. <laughs> so there are some shitty moms out there, but in 90% of the cases, call for your mom. She well, will kill it. Well, that's why I love the enemy of the Babadook so much. Oh, yeah. She's just, just well, but she, rage it, yes, focus. The, the rage focus. <laughs> and what I also love about that character in the Babadook, um, God, what the hell was her name? It was uh, I don't Amelia. Know her mom was. Amelia. Yeah, Amelia. Okay. Um, one of the reasons I really loved Amelia was because um, she needed help. Yeah. Like, she wasn't strong enough to do it on her own. But then when she got it back, like, she got it back yeah. and and persevered. But Diane Freeling is literally one of my very, very favorites because she is strong. She's a happy mom. And she really is just yeah. doing the best she can the whole time. And But when push comes to shove, like, will take on the ugliest, shittiest, most horrible diving into yeah. the nothing to get her child back. Like, that's amazing. One of the other things that I really like about her is that, you know, her first, when, when she first sees that something supernatural she is on the house, it's the most realistic reaction I've ever seen. That's exactly what And as she sends her get Caroline across, she has the little helmet on her head. Yeah. Because it seems fine. Yeah. But yeah, but it'd be, but it'd be to- if you had something like that happen in your house, you'd be told like, "Have you seen this shit? Come look at this." this and, and, and watch, that, watch this. Yeah, and this is kind of fucking cool. I, I haven't seen that really done before or since, and it seemed like an incredibly logical, yes. normal, natural way to respond. Another um, a movie that I have lost my love for, and the primary reason is because the shitty way that the that the mother character is treated in the movie, The Shining. Mm-hmm. Wendy Torrance. Wendy Torrance is the fucking heart and soul of that movie. She absolutely is. And she is laughed at because the director pushed it so strongly for her to come across as so hysterical that at these horrible traumatizing points of the movie, the crowd laughs at her. Yeah. After she has managed everything as shit is going wrong with her husband and things are going wrong with her son and she's scared for and kind of of everything that's going on but she still manages everything and gets her son out of there at the end of things and it was such a deliberate choice to keep her going keep her going keep her going to to come across as a fucking hysterical woman and it just makes me so angry because there is so much gaslighting with women. Oh yeah, of, absolutely. Of, well, you're just being you're, hysterical. You're being, you're being emotional. But I, I, I will defend uh, Wendy Torrance to the death because yes. because even while she's having this incredibly strong emotional terror reaction, she does not stop. No, she is still trying nope. to actively ensure the safety of herself and her son. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, she she's literally still moving while she's screaming and crying. Yes, and and, and that that to me is is, is kind of real heroism. Yes, it, it is not just being being brave doesn't that, mean not feeling fear. It means yes, feeling it is that fear it is that beautiful it. moment. It is it is that moment that almost redeems the Poltergeist remake, where he asks him, "Did that make you feel a little a little more brave?" No. Yeah. But. For a moment, I felt a little less afraid. Yeah. And he goes, and I think that's what we should think about. And and yes, it's because so many people think you have to just be brave all the time, but it's like no, it's it's persevering when you you're just utterly terrified. That that's the real strength there. Yeah. yeah. So fuck yeah, Wendy Torrance. And, fuck and, and, yeah, Wendy Torrance. Anyone who wants to laugh at that character, you you're not paying attention to what's actually going on. Exactly. In the movie. Um, and Lori, and then there's Sydney from Scream, which we already kind of talked about. Um, a movie that I I, I rewatched recently uh, is a uh, Mimic, and oh, really? uh, the Doctor. Yeah, I haven't seen it since it came out of the theater. I've just been really How wanting to give it. it. It's still it's I I like it as much as I liked it then, Good. which was uh, you know because it's yeah. not it's not a perfect movie, but, but I it was fine. But it was fine yeah. with the characters, you know and. 
Porky on Wallace's first U.S. movie and they made it kind of a miserable experience from yeah. what I gathered. Um, but it's still, you know, I mean, it, it feels, it's 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 late 90s and it feels like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember still, really liking the monster design. The monster design was really cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mr., what is it, what is the little autistic boy call him? Like Mr. Creepy Shoes or Mr. Funny, no Mr. Funny Shoes, something like that. But yeah, the design of the the, the creatures was just, oh yeah, no, it's just really good stuff. Um, and I still really liked it. Oh, I have to bring up, <laughs> I have to bring up the movie that I watched that Jim recommended that had a strong female character. Oh God. <laughs> I, I <laughs> He had me watch Jason X, which I, to be honest, I'd heard a wonderful interview, or yeah, a wonderful interview with the writer-director of Jason X. Um, oh my God, I can see his face and I can't remember his name. Because it started up and I'm like, oh, this is directed by Marmar sounding really, Im- I was impressive. I knew my shit <laughs> a night, two and a half weeks ago. Um, he's also the guy who wrote the first draft for The Messengers, which was the... Um, they move into the spooky farmhouse, and she realizes her little brother... It's the chick from Twilight. But she realizes her little brother can see the ghosts, too. Like, but the adults can't. Mm. But he wrote mm. the first draft for it, but it got changed so much that sure. it was completely altered. And so when they did a Messengers 2, they went with his script. Um, that was kind of a, another take on a same instance in that same farmhouse. Okay. But his his complaint was, you know, everybody gets so angry about you just continuing on the same trope over and over and over again. He goes, so what? Let's take Jason into fucking space. And and the the doctor, you know, I mean, she really kind of knew her stuff and and kind of kept it together through most of the movie. It's not my humor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I <laughs> I laughed a lot in Deadpool. I did not laugh so much, but there were there were parts of it that. In in hindsight, like I kind of chuckle at. There are little, small moments in. Yeah, that really the, funny. But the, the whole like to... where they have them in the holodeck, whatever thing, and it's the two like camper girls as they bring them back to Crystal Lake, and they're like, "Hi, how about some premarital sex and want some weed?" And then yeah. they whosh, take off their tops. I mean, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, but, but most of it just was not. Not. Oh, they very odd space sweaters. <laughs> so much odd knitwear. Uh, the other positive thing I'll say about it, and uh, again, we've talked before about how this isn't really, you know, either of our shtick, is to, to, to look at a horror movie and say, oh, the best kill in this was. Yeah. But honestly, the scene with the liquid nitrogen, best kill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um... Of really recent ones, um, Let Us Pray... Fucking oh, sure. love Rachel, you know. Um, you go accept your dark power, lay waste, have some romance, do all that good stuff. <laughs> and uh, speaking of uh, uh, horror movies that involve a, involve a female cop in a uh, mostly abandoned police station where things are going wrong, mm-hmm. um, I saw uh, Last Shift. Yeah. That was what I forgot to mention when. Yeah, I. I, I liked Let Us Pray so much that oh, I found sure. myself really disappointed with Last Shift. I, I, okay, I'm misremembering that. I saw it because I thought you really, really liked, liked it. it. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It is, yeah. I liked it mm-hmm. a fair amount, mm-hmm. but I'm really not sure why. Yeah. Because that movie has one trick, and it does it over and over and over and over yeah. again. Something scary is happening, but it wasn't real. Yeah. Though, when the cop shows up. Yeah. And when he turns and walks yes. away. Brilliant. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, you got me. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I was sold for a, a little moment. And uh, um, Final Girls, Max. Max is fantastic. Max is fantastic. Max. And, and so is her kind of sort of mom. Oh, I know. Um, uh, you're next. Aaron, yes, which... absolutely. Aaron is my, my, my possibly my favorite final girl of all time. <laughs> um, and that's saying a lot, but I'm, I'm completely serious. Yeah, and and it was just a damn shame how they marketed it or yeah, failed to market it. How they failed to market it because 
that I just think that could have gotten so much better of an audience. I just, I'm so sad looking at your next and looking at the guest and I'm, I just want to scream at the world. Why haven't you watched these movies? Yeah. Because they're so fucking wonderful. I, I'm certainly doing the best I can single-handedly to sit people down in front of them. Yeah. Um, if it were dependent on us, like we are showing these movies yeah. to everyone we can. And if I, you really want to be horrified, man, that family dinner scene in your next oh, is Jesus. one of the most terrifying things yeah. I've ever seen in my entire life. But, but, <laughs> but Aaron is, is an utter and complete badass. And I, I love the acknowledgement of that. I was like, we had no idea you'd turn out to be so good at killing people, which is kind of weird, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the, the whole, like, you know, are you, are you going to. Are you going to gentle it up? Or are you going to show some... No. Yeah. No. You've yeah. been trying to kill me. I, I think you get to die now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. She's great. Yep. Uh, one that I, I have brought up every once in a while. I love... There's a... Oh, my goodness. I always forget if it's Australian or New Zealand, but it's Undead. Oh, yeah. Where they, where they have the... I should have thought of Felicity that. the Fish Queen. Yeah. Are you going to fight Fish Queen, or are you going to be zombie food? <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, Candyman. Yes. Fucking Helen, man. Helen. Yeah. I really, really wanted, you know, a sequel to that to be about her. Yeah. That, that's that's what it should have been. That was what that ending yeah. set up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, I, I, I'm like, I want to see that movie. <laughs> yeah. Christy and Hellraiser. Yeah. And, you know, what I, I kind of want to touch on, I want to touch on those teenage girls that, that really kind of blow your mind and yes, well, I tried to touch on teenage girls, (laughs) (laughs) now I have to stay, you know, (laughs) but, um, but, you know, I mean, that's the whole basis of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies are all, they're all the teenage girls. Um. Uh, it follows. Yeah, is wonderful with Jay. Now, now something else I, I, I want to say about Hellraiser though is, um, I also think Julia is kind of I the hero know. of it for most of the. She's <laughs> not a hero. <laughs> she she kind of is in her own sense though. She well, she, cer- she she's certainly she's her own hero. She certainly yeah exactly. But she's not the movie exactly. Hero. <laughs> but but for large chunks of the film, you could strongly argue that she is the protagonist. Mm-hmm. You know. I get you there. And she's such an interesting character. Kind and of, she's I, willing to do and whatever, whatever it takes she needs for to. love. And yes. that's, that's something. <laughs> that ain't she's um, fucked up and wrong, but, well, yeah, but, but um, you know, it's a great I, moment. I don't judge, yeah. man. <laughs> Midnight Ballad for Ghost Theater. Oh, yeah. I loved her. Yeah. I loved her. Um, I'm just kind of like, I'm going through this and kind of trying to pick up on the younger, the younger ones. Bad man. Who makes bad man jokes? <laughs> Jug face though. Yeah, Jug face is pretty legitimately great. Yep, and uh, Hunter with Lisa. Oh my god, that's been on my list. Yeah. Well, that's why I got you back. <laughs> um, speaking I of Hunter, Hunter is wonderful. If you haven't seen Hunter, you should go out and see Hunter. It's got the uh, the faux Lance Henriksen, um, whose name I forget, and I'm going to have to look it up. Basically, there's this guy who looks so much like Lance Henriksen that he actually, uh, in the old Beauty and the Beast, actually played uh, his twin. Oh, huh. Um, we'll just look up Haunter. I love you, Internet. You make all the magic come to me. Haunter. Oh. Apparently, there's a Pokemon called Haunter. Oh, yeah. Which is not what I was looking for. Yeah, no, I, I have uh, tripped across that. Well, trying to find. <laughs> uh, uh, Stephen McCaddy, who also oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Pontypool. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but in, uh, speaking of awesome, young-ish uh, female um, her- heroines protagonist, uh, India from Stoker. Yeah, absolutely. She's yeah. definitely on my list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure if she's the hero of that story. She's but her own hero. She is indeed. <laughs> she is the princess who rescues herself. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to be said for a self-rescuing princess. Um, to go quite a bit younger, in fact, so young that I'm not even going to make a make joke, a joke here, about that. Thank God. That, it, 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 there's only so wrong I'm going to get. 
<laughs> uh, uh, Charlie McGee in Firestarter. Oh, yeah. Um, brave little child. So brave, and also just watching her do her best to control this incredible force inside her. Yep. With just fierce determination. Um, a movie that I'm not terribly fond of, but the female protagonist just absolutely deserves mention is uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Sally. Oh, so, uh, the sorry. actress just recently passed. Oh, did she? Mm. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yep. Um, but she, like, when you feel like celebrating with her at the end, oh, absolutely. She, yeah. as she gets away. Yeah. Because it, you, you, it just, you feel it so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I felt like I escaped. Yes. When when I, I watched that movie, and that's mm-hmm. that's really impressive when a horror movie can manage to pull that off. Um, uh, One I want to specifically bring up, but uh, the character appeared in both the original and the remake. But they did her many, many favors in the remake. Is Night of the Living Dead? Barbara. That that was her. We yep. had going with that setup. Yeah, yep. Barbara in the original is a non-entity. Yeah, she's 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 the helpless. Screen she's like Lori in Nightbreed. In the original in the cut. Original cut of, yeah. Yeah, who is also um, an amazing female character, but you didn't realize that until Clive got to put out his actual cut yeah. of the film. And then you realize that she's an amazing female character. She really is. Um, and in the, the Night of the Living Dead remake, Barbara starts out much the same way that she was in the original, yeah. just kind of screaming and helpless. And then when she finally gets a chance to calm down, yes, then she's the smart one. She's yeah. the one who figures out they're really slow, yes. these zombies. If we can get past them, we can get away from them. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't mind if we watched that for a, a Friday movie. I've been, I've been holding on to that for a little while. I've been thinking about it. Um, speaking of remakes, uh, Dawn of the Dead, Anna, from uh, speaking of that opening, Oh yeah, is amazing. And probably the, one of the best horror movie openings. I mean, there's... That, that's actually kind of my problem with the movie in a yeah. way, I, it, which which is too bad. But because I didn't end up liking live... the rest of the movie nearly as much no. as I like the first fifteen minutes. But that first so, fifteen minutes is amazing. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. But yeah, no, it really um, it drops the ball. Uh, but it's it's one of those that I will throw that movie in while I'm doing other things, and I'll watch that first. I'll sure. watch up until uh. They're they're shooting into the crowd from the top of the building, you know. Yeah. Hit Phil Donahue, <laughs> you know, and I'll you know I'll have it on as I'm doing other things. But towards the end of the movie, I'm wandering away doing other things because yeah. it's just not as good. Um, we we, we went with uh, younger heroines. Let's go older for a minute. Uh, Elise right here from Insidious. Oh, oh! I love Elise. Yeah, she's fantastic, <laughs> and, and and I love the the way they brought her back in the sequel, which you know in retrospect should have been obvious. Yeah. But in the first film, you're like, oh, she's dead. We'll never see that character again. These movies are about ghosts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris Rick, uh, Chris McNeil from The Exorcist, the mom. Oh, sure. Is amazing and. The reason why I can't watch that movie anymore because it's become it ceased to be a movie about an exorcism, and it has become a movie about um, fight a woman fighting to save her daughter. Yeah. Uh. I have to go here with. She's she's definitely a protagonist, not not so much a hero, but but definitely one of my favorite horror movie characters of all time is Eleanor Lance from The Haunting. Oh God! I didn't. I can't believe I didn't mention yeah. her. Yeah. Eleanor. No. Poor, poor, doomed fucking Eleanor. Yeah. I, I, but she's just such an interesting and sympathetic character, yeah. and, and yeah. trapped in so many ways. Yeah. yeah. And and the ending of the movie is almost kind of a happy ending for, in a way. Now, yeah. Yeah. So that that's really interesting because finally, at last, she she belongs somewhere. And, yeah, I thought that was really, really powerful. Um, just because uh, I'm I'm going to pay attention to moms, you know, with bringing up um, um, Chris from The Exorcist, um, the mom from Dark Water. 
the original oh, yeah. and the remake, because the remake is atrocious and you shouldn't watch it. It should have been called Tepid Water, am I uh, right? Oh, oh. I'm not right. In the head. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rosemary's Baby, Rosemary. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, just to... With that one, it's mainly just, like, the ending where I feel the character really comes oh, into her own. Oh, she comes into her own, yeah. I don't she's, think she's that interesting before that. No. But, well, she's not. Yeah. But where she realizes that she's willing to give up everything. Yeah. To try and and save her son. And who knows what she's going to go through. And and then you look back on what she went through up to that point. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of awful. <laughs> um... I can't believe we've gotten this far into the episode without having mentioned Carrie White. I can't believe Carrie's not even on my list. Okay. Yeah, I... that's Oops. deeply surprising. Carrie! Because Carrie really fascinates me as, as a, a horror icon because she is both the set, the source of the horror in the movie and sort of a wish-fulfillment character for the audience. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely, I sympathize a lot with her, with her raising and, Mm -hmm. and everything she has to fight to still be, um, kind and be a caring individual who keeps trying, like seeing where she's coming from. It's, (laughs) and then at the end, yeah, it's, oh. It's too bad that movie ends right as she gets crowned. <laughs> Speaking of movies that you put on, and then, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you wander off towards the end because that end doesn't exist. <laughs> I, I, I like to assume that maybe at the end of it, uh, you know, um, uh, Professor Xavier comes and <laughs> you know, takes her away to Actually, school. We have a place for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. We can teach you to control your mutant abilities. This is one that I probably wouldn't have thought of on my own, but I saw it on, on a couple of people's lists sure. of, of their, their favorite horror movie heroines, and, and I was charmed by the suggestion. So, yeah. Uh, Lydia Dietz from... Aww. Yeah. Well, Lydia's uh, awesome. From Beetlejuice. Yeah, she, she really is. She really is. Let's see. Some of these ones. Um, you can completely tell I was just going by... What do you call it? Where you just you let your brain go and just free association. Yeah, um, the Blob, the remake. Oh yeah, like I loved Meg. Yeah, yeah, and she was yeah. Um, I, I am really hitting those like little weird one-off ones. Um, have you seen Maniac Cop and Maniac Cop Two? I still haven't. Oh, I love I them, really and and the primary cop Teresa is is just she's a great character and. Seeing her, you know, kind of uh, play off of Bruce Campbell, and then he dies in the in the first one, and then she keeps going, right. and, you know. So it just, I just loved her, and they're just fun and and silly. Um, Off and on with fun and silly. That's probably the best segue I have to mention uh, Alice from Resident Evil. I literally, I just underlined it. <laughs> I, was, I I love the first two Resident Evil movies. Yeah. I think they are so much fun. Oh, 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 though, um, not in the fun and silly vein, but from Aliens, um, what was the Latina actress? Oh, the, the actress? I don't remember well, her name. But, but, but the character. The Vasquez. Vasquez, man. Yeah. Hey, Vasquez, you ever mistaken for a man? man. No, no, have you? you? <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Um, the Descent. The Descent, yes. Sarah, I, yeah. I have that on my list here. That's one that I've been wanting, really, I've been really wanting to re-show, but that was a hard movie. Did you ever see the sequel? I've not. I still haven't either. And I think the DVD I have is the original director's cut, which I think is a lot more dire mm. than the original U.S. cut for it. Uh, Clarice, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, for Christ's sake, why is that not on my list? Because... For the same reasons that I forgot Carrie White. I, I think probably partly because uh, her, her place in my heart has been taken over by Will Graham. Yes. So. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Veronica and the Fly. Oh, yeah. That's a nice one choice. Yeah. I literally only have one name left on my list here, and, and I think she definitely deserves a mention. That's uh-huh. Buffy Summers. Oh, Buffy. Yep. 
She's not. How do I put this? She's not a character who I like as a person. No, at all. And she's not even the reason why I like the show. Yeah, but she's always interesting to watch. Yes. Um, even when she's fucking up, maybe even especially when she's, she's fucking, fucking up. up, because sometimes and, we need to be reminded that it's okay. And I, I feel like the end of the entire series redeems her. Yeah. Um, and that's just such an incredibly powerful moment, and and such an incredibly female moment, really, mm-hmm. of, of just the notion of I don't have to hoard this power; I can share this power. Mm-hmm. Um. I really, I, um, right after Tecmo was born, I, you know, because you spend a lot of time on maternity leave, you spend a lot of time at home, you can't really do that much, and uh, I started rewatching. so, I mean, this is like seven years ago now, but I started rewatching it, because when you have time to watch, you know, what is it, seven episodes? Seven seasons. Seven seasons. I think that's right, yeah. And I got up to where she goes off to college, and I just never picked it up again. Yeah. Because there's some of the couple of seasons. It loses a little steam there. But, you know, I kind of want to... Well, I think the big part of it, too, is the show starts off so strongly and so clearly Mm -hmm. as hell is high school. Mm -hmm. You know, high school is hell. That that, that, That when they get a little lost in college, it's a bit too real. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I have a pile still. Um, Okay. but, But none that I'm like, I really feel like I have that much to say about them. Uh, Rachel and the Ring. And the reason why I like her so much is she's so very flawed. Yeah. And, you know, there are things that she is obviously good at, um, but parenthood doesn't seem to be one of them. <laughs> she's terrible. Yeah. And, but, you know, I oh, mean... That reminds me, that was one of the lines that I did like in Deadpool, where he's talking about uh, Liam Neeson's character in The Taken. I mean, at that point, don't you just have to presume that he's a bad parent? <laughs> Actually, the one that killed me is I don't have that many rom-coms that I really, really like it. I literally, I can't remember what night it was, but I even joked about it on Facebook that I love Notting Hill with, um, with uh, Julia Roberts and, and there's this line, you know, I'm just a boy standing, except in in Notting Hill, it's I'm just a girl standing in in front of a boy trying to tell him that I love him or, you know, but when he did that line, I'm like, this is like the only one. This is the only one I love. Oh my god! I own this movie, and I don't own that many romantic comedies. See, I had no idea what that was a reference to. Well, there you just go. Just the way they played it, I, I, I you knew it was, it was something. Something, but, but yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't even remember why I even gave this movie a chance because it's completely not my bag at all. It's not a movie I would ever watch. No. So, really like any of the characters. Well, his roommate is Riss Evans, who I do have a bit of a crush on. He, and he, he laughingly refers to him in the whole movie as the masturbating Welshman that lives with him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there is this scene in the middle of the movie where they're, the Notting Hill, it's like a big farmer's market in, in, that they have all the time. And they show the passing of almost a year's time as he walks through the market, where all of a sudden it starts snowing. Oh, neat. Okay. And it shows a woman at the beginning of the market where she's walking through pregnant. It shows her at the end of the walk with her holding her baby. Shows That's his, really clever. Shows his sister starting like a relationship. That. It was beautiful, and like, I was like, like what? I, it, it sounds like the, the bit at the beginning of 13 Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Where that, the, 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 the slow pan around the room and yeah. the same kind of thing happening. Exactly. Um... Rachel, um, uh, from Final Destination, um, what the hell, what the hell is her real name? A blonde, but, uh, Claire Rivers is her name in the movie, hmm. but, um. Okay. I don't remember the characters from it at all, I just remember the, 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 the plot. Yeah, you know. yeah. Um, Catherine from The Prophecy. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Carolyn from The Skeleton Key, even though it's a bit of a dire end, but she... Is very strong. I was trying to remember the name of that movie earlier. Really, yeah. I, I was talking earlier about one well, anyway, a southern horror episode. That's one of the. the oh, the, so the I think our next episode is going to be southern horror. Yeah. Uh, that, that's not written in stone, but it's at least etched in concrete. Written in Sharpie on my on my notepad. Yeah, that's even better <laughs> than carbon stone. Uh, the woman from the den, Elizabeth. Um, hmm. Okay. I'm just, I was just kind of going off of women I really liked. Got it. Okay. 
you know, rather than, you know, um, Thesis or Thesis, which was a Spanish film. Really freaking good. And um, House of the Devil, Samantha. Um, oh, sure, yeah. Pitch Black, Carolyn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, one that kind of made me laugh is uh, Warlock um, Cassandra, the hippy-dippy girl who kind of gets dragged along for the ride. Oh, man, I don't remember her at all. Julian Sands <laughs> is literally the only the thing I can remember thinking and Richard back Harris, on. Or no, Richard Grant. I, 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 liked, oh, okay. I liked both of them. <laughs> I could have just had the set of Julian Sands and... Did, did you know that uh, Richard E. Grant was the, the, the voice of the Doctor in a web-animated Doctor? I did not! That they did? I might yeah. have to check that out. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's really interesting, especially as kind of a what-if, because the BBC had, had kind of decided at that point, okay, well, we're not really continuing the show, let's do it as, as, as web-animated. But you've and, talked and, about... And so that was like the yeah. official continuation of the series, yeah. and then 2005 happened almost immediately after that. Like, no, never mind, toss. Yeah. <laughs> um, Attack the Block, Sam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Legacy, Margaret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, not so so much a, a, a hero. Well, okay. <laughs> and uh, Claire from the Innkeepers. Yes. So, there you go. That is our list. That is our that list. That is largely Jennifer's list. Yeah, well, it, it has a lot more importance to me and yeah, in my girl parts. Well, yeah, I get that, but also you know that's I was drawn to, to to horror for largely the same reason. Yeah. Um, because you know most of my friends and the people I've been close to in my life always have been have been women, so it's the representation. Mm-hmm. That is something that will really strongly draw me to. Yep. And it, it's really interesting because a lot of people dismiss horror as being anti-woman. Yeah. I kind of see I, where they're coming from, but sometimes uh, I feel like it doesn't do enough. Yeah, that, you know, that's certainly true. Oh. Society in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, society in general definitely definitely doesn't do enough. Definitely doesn't do enough, and 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 people <laughs> in general seem seem to think uh, that that horror is is just bad to women. And as, as um, you, know, you know, to quote your next, I don't think that's a fair criticism. <laughs> On that note, uh, I am Jennifer that's Lovely. That's really only funny if you've seen the movie, but yeah. trust us, it's hilarious. It's hilarious, yes. I'm Jennifer Lovely. I can be found on Tumblr, on um, on Twitter, and at jengaloves.com. Uh, I'm Michael Montour. Uh, you can find me at loveletters.com. I'm Montour on Twitter and Michael Montour on Tumblr. Yeah, um, I wish I knew my. Yeah. I can, so, like. See, probably. I'm Jennifer Lovely on on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. And I think I'm just Jennifer Lovely on on uh, Tumblr. Are you? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's like I just magic. see user icons go by and and you know. <sighs> This is part of the reason why I'm saying, you know, if we if we do want to do a "This is Who We Are" block, that we should maybe pre-record it at some yes. point. But um, I don't. I'm not saying you're wrong. But tonight is not that episode. Today is night. Then we're not going to save that one for later. <laughs> yeah, no. Right. Yeah, we'll just play that entire sequence back at the end of every episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, peeps. You have a great two weeks, and, uh, and we'll see you soon for seven more. Yeah.